0: Good morning. This is Dr. Matthew Dunn, host of the Future of Email. My guest today, Anna Levitin of Powtoon, my uh, my buddy from conferences and Zoom con- and Zoom calls and things like that. Anna, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Matthew, for inviting me. And I think the last uh, the last time I've seen you uh, face to face it was Mail April, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Mail yes. Yeah, we bumped into each other accidentally. And I said, "Powtoon, I love that company. um oh. but before I, we talk about Powtoon and email, I just want to put a little context to this. Uh, Anna and I are talking. It's early in the morning, Pacific time, probably late in the day, but Anna, you're actually my second from a bomb bunker guest you told you told me you're in the bombproof shelter in-, in Tel Aviv, correct? yeah right, I, right. I had uh, Dimitri. Kudrenko, who you might have met at that same conference from Stripo um, on on this uh, podcast uh, almost a year ago, <laughs> and he started by apologizing because the lights might go out because bombs might start dropping. So there you are, as poised and calm as can be, despite the fact that you're in a bomb shelter. Wow.
1: Right? You know, they made the bomb shelter to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good,
0: good, good internet connection in the bomb shelter there. How do you, how do you keep your head in the, how do you keep your head in the business and in the job with, with such uh, you know, horrible circumstances around your ears?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that it's easy. It's uh quite a challenging task, yeah. but I guess it's very important to focus on what you actually like, what you enjoy doing. And in my yeah. case, it. Emails and marketing (laughs) observation. Yeah. So actually focusing on work, on events, you know, on uh, online uh, webinars, Mm -hmm. it helps me to stay energized and stay, um, and focus on the, on something more than just our conflict.
0: Yeah. One of the, I mean, one of the big, it's gotta be a big psychological Difference, you know, you, Dimitri, it's got to be a big psychological difference that in the middle of that, you're can have a face-to-face call with someone somewhere else on the on the globe, or do business and work with someone somewhere else on the globe, like your your day-to day is not completely defined by the circumstances just around you. In fact, your company' is so global, I suspect a lot of your work focuses outside of where you are, yes.
1: Right, that's true, uh, Powtoon, we have headquarters here in Tel Aviv, we have office in London, we have teams uh, from uh, South America, Brazil, Ukraine, uh, and individual contributors from all over the world. But yeah. I want to uh, mention something like in, on the positive side, you know, uh, I'm not a very flexible person, so it's difficult for me to change my schedule. I like everything planned in advance. Whenever I have like an email schedule, you know, for a month, I don't like to change it. So always the current circumstances, actually, they taught me how to be more flexible and how to, day by day, okay. I don't know what's gonna be in the evening.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, You said Powtoon is uh, Tel Aviv headquarters? I, I, okay, so I get a fanboy for just a second. I have been a Powtoon customer and user since I think your company actually started, I think my first Powtoon was probably 2011, maybe 2012. Like oh, wow,
1: yes. yeah, it's yeah. very beginning, <laughs> very beginning.
0: I think it was actually an incredible Flash app early on, and then I had to migrate. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's nodding, and I had to migrate uh, some of the content that my team had done to the new version when you guys moved away from that. Thank, thank goodness, but. So tell people what, you know, what is Powtoon? What do you do? Do that so we can uh, <laughs> talk about it even more.
1: Great. So Powtoon is a visual communication platform. Um, in other words, we help users to create engaging animated presentation. For example, you have a new employee and probably you have like a, a doc, you know, a PDF, boring, 50 pages, No one really gonna read it. Let's be honest. (laughs) So we help to convert it to engaging uh, five six minutes video. So we work with B two B as I mentioned, like in case of onboarding, new training, offboarding, and with B two C. Whenever you need to create presentation, we have a big educational uh, segment of users as well, and it's um, subscription model. Premium. Go ahead. Register. Check it out. <laughs>
0: You're uh you, you did that you did that succinctly and eloquently and I got to say pa- what Powtoon was revolutionary when it first showed up because those of us sticking up my hand here who were doing animation stuff early digital era like 2009 2010 Flash was actually the only tool early on and 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 it was getting pretty creaky by then um and the notion of being able to work in a browser to do this like no inconceivable no way and along comes Paltoon and you've got turnkey sets and characters and scenes and like wow this is really nicely done yeah yeah it's a, quite and a now,
1: thing and now now we're AI solutions so I figure, well, I figure. yeah It's just you know you would type the prompt Like I need a presentation for X, Y, Z, include this and that, voila. And you will be able to have like ready. Wow. Wow.
0: We'll go back to, we'll come back to AI because we always end up talking about AI these days and there's something gained and something lost in, in that, but I wanted to explore first, like, tell, tell me about your job. What do you do for Powtoon?
1: So I like to say that I do emails and everything around that, which is actually the truth. I joined Powtoon um about two, two and a half years ago okay. um as an email marketing specialist, and now I lead a marketing operations uh, team. Okay. And maybe I will go a little bit back, like starting from my, you know, yeah. marketing career. Yeah. Um, because uh I started my marketing journey from working yeah, with the classic media, like radio, newspapers, TV commercials, mm-hmm. it was so much fun. And maybe later, yeah, we'll talk about like, what is the difference uh, between digital and like out of uh, yeah. home um, And I worked in an agency. It was again, great experience working with uh, different, um, different clients. And then I gladly moved to the digital and I worked in a small startup where basically you do everything marketing related, like uh, uh, acquisition, uh, affiliate, bloggers outreach. And I realized that I really like um, like retention. I like uh, to to analyze the behavior of users. And that brought me to email marketing world. and. Uh, during the pandemic, like I, I was just so like surprised in a positive way to discover that we have such a fantastic communities like email, Geek Slack channel, LinkedIn, and I just yes. I, follow, follow.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is e- e- email itself is a is a robust community. Fair statement. Yeah, yeah, and that and that must be a bit fun since you came over from the the traditional media side. So you mentioned tele, television. You actually had your hands in the in on the big box at some time. At some point in time, you worked in television.
1: Um, I was working in an agency and we had some clients like okay, in form of beautiful clients. Yeah, that worked on uh, TV commercials. So we provided yes. them with everything from the idea uh, to the shooting and the actually, you know, uh, on the air on the channels.
0: What are the biggest differences and biggest similarities between that broadcast media and the email work you're doing now?
1: And I would say in generally, like, as I said, I I like to focus on like user behavior, Mm -hmm. uh, people behavior, and maybe, not maybe, it comes from uh, my education. I have a master degree in uh, cultural anthropology. Well, what I like in email is that now it's measurable, right? I can say, oh, I feel that way, but actually the data Data will approve this or not. And in a classic media, I feel that all the metrics, they're not certain. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, I remember when we worked with the advertisement, like out of house advertisement, it was like opportunity to see. And God knows how it was calculated,
0: right, right. <laughs> Probably
1: the amount of people that could be at the same time driving on uh, this highway.
0: yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean we th- we we think of we think of the sort of previous wave of media as as being more metered and measured, but in truth, they weren't right. I'm thinking especially radio, right? Broadcast wave goes out. How many people are listening? Ah, who knows? <laughs> and it was probably statistical sampling to try and get at least some measurement back. Um, same for TV, although TV is a little later and you had your Nielsen households in the U.S. to do that kind of measurement. Email is not entirely measurable, though. Like, Were you in the middle of email when MPP showed up and started making life even more complicated?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So you you know, how many people opened this? Uh, we're still kind of guessing. <laughs> yeah. Did, did...
1: I mean, yeah, we, we can't fully rely like on open rates on click through rate, but we can compare it to the clicks and opens we had like yesterday, you know, yes. last week, Yeah. month yeah. ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, the audience for, for Powtoon, am I correct in assuming that it's, it's all over the globe?
1: Right. Yes, we wow. have a lot of users from uh, United States, like North America in general, Argentina, Mexico. We have a big community in Brazil. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and Australia, Asia,
0: and a uh, uh, London, London head or London office as well. You said, how do you grapple with uh, um, the multiplicity of languages that that customer base speaks?
1: So, um. Uh, at Peltun currently, because our platform is in English only, so the majority of communication is in English, but as I said, for example, we have a community in Brazil, so we have like a webinar in Portuguese, we have some uh, email communication in Portuguese, something mm-hmm. in Spanish, blog post in French,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, yeah, multilingual, this is something that interests me personally, because I like to say that. as, as you're expect- multilingual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Prior to PALTU and I used to work in an e-commerce company where we actually worked with more than like 14 languages. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was very interesting. Like in terms of um, um it's not about like translation, that like localization is much more than just translation. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. a different topic. <laughs> it,
0: well, it it is, but so so for the most part right now. What you're doing, handling email campaigns, is English centric, and to some extent, is it fair to say people are a, a, a bit accustomed to that on on internet email digital platforms in general? Like English is kind of lingua fraca, although it's not a perfect solution.
1: Yeah, I guess the the majority of the users they get used to okay. It, it, at the same language as I use a platform, like I will receive communication in the same language. And uh, we are looking forward to adding like several uh, languages to our platform, yeah. but it's a little bit.
0: Yeah. It takes and time. Powtoon UI, I, I know it's in English. I have mean, used it a lot, but uh, some localization of that user interface already?
1: No, not no. yet, unfortunately.
0: Okay. okay. Well, not unfortunately. It's, that's a very, as you said, complicated, expensive thing to do. And it means your your code base maintenance is is X times as complicated going forward. I mean, I've, I've been around software development long enough to know how fiendishly hard it is and how nuanced it is to to take something that looks trivial and actually do it well in in a completely different character set language and so on. Yeah, not easy at all. Not easy at all. And then, if if you did a truly local for your backyard there, then you'd have to then you'd have to grapple <laughs> with a really complicated uh, right set of character sets. Um, your English is your English is so terrific, but I I've got to assume you speak at least two other languages.
1: Yeah. So I I I was born in the Soviet Union in Russia in yep. a beautiful city Saint Petersburg.
0: Oh wow! So wow. My
1: mother is Russian.
0: Is Russian. Yeah.
1: And um, I lived for a while. Uh, In the states,
0: yeah.
1: Um, Don't ask me why. I was nineteen, you know, (laughs) young. Uh, It was it was sort of student exchange program. I was there in Daytona Beach, and then the majority of the time in Boston, beautiful city, in love with that. Yeah, and then at some point of my life, after graduation from the university, I moved to Israel. Yeah, and this would. Bring me actually the, my third language like Hebrew and right. somewhere in between and the university I studied Latin language for one year and it turns like to speak in Spanish also <laughs> un poco
0: un poco <laughs> good good for you wow wow and and Israel how uh, Tel Aviv how long now
1: I live in Tel Aviv for the last like six and a half seven years so oh
0: okay 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 so you you've been there long enough to really see. What the change around your ears since October is yeah. like. That's got. Uh, that's 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 got to be something else. We'll 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 come back to that. I want to go back to Powtoon for a second. Powtoon fundamentally is a is a SaaS platform, right? Fair software as a service. Only the unusual thing about Powtoon is it's it's a creative tool. It's not a, a utility tool. It's not accounting. It's you, you you can you can do incredible animation presentation um and visual communication on it is that a really different thing to market and to build a community for in your job than than something that's more functional for lack of a better word
1: yeah i mean we have a great community like we receive you know feedback from our users we also like we provide a, a free access for some um like educational institution mostly mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: you know when you receive an email saying wow, thanks to Paltun, I created a presentation and I was enrolled, in, enrolled into college or like wow. it helped me to pass my exams. Yeah. Like, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. 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 Indeed. Wow. Indeed. Um, and it, as, as Paltun has sort of expanded in, and grown in the last decade, plus embracing that visual communication not just a particular form of animation seems to have become like core to the mission you don't think of it as just an animation platform right
1: no it's much more than uh, right. that just animation because also on the enterprise side it's more than animation it's um opportunity to collaborate with your team mm-hmm. uh to share thoughts to see the progression a great example, again, as I, sh- as I shared previously, like there is, for example, security training that one yeah. team needs to complete and the team can be like 100 people. So yeah. you can see actually the progress and there can be quizzes and questions implemented into this. So it's not, for me, animation tool, it's like the knowledge hub, I would say, then like yeah. academy, like internal source.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, couple directions to go. This is the one that I think is interesting, though. And I'm not trying to pin you with this question; it's an honest one. Email is not the best visual communication platform. Can we agree on that? <laughs> like, oh, the look on your face is priceless. There,
1: Outlook, Outlook,
0: <laughs> look, Right. How do you grapple with that? Right, you're the visual communication company. And you've got some serious handcuffs doing like making email of a, a more visual medium. It's not good at that.
1: Yeah, you would not believe me, but this is like literally every week we are talking about that hour, uh, like email. They are not enough, like animated. They are yes. not enough, um, like cartoony. <laughs> yes, say. yes, absolutely. So I, I honestly, like, we create a lot of uh, gifs, gifs. Yes. Uh, at Powtoon and yeah. this is what we, uh, implement in our emails again on B2C and on B2B, like I love, uh, I love creating like interesting emails for enterprise clients as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, gives and like we use our characters through all our communication, for example, sure. sure. Uh, we have uh, pop-ups on their website with a specific character. So we use the same character, the same, uh, like, uh, yeah, the same character, uh, in email and the same like person on the webinar. So we try to bring this connection, but you are totally right. Like I wish that it will be super easy to implement a video or an yeah. amp. Emails uh, will be supported by each and every inbox provider.
0: Mm, yeah, and, and neither of us are going to hold our breath about that particular thing happening, right? Um, and I mean, this is a bit inside baseball and probably interesting to you, you and I, and maybe not the entire world. But the reality of email, technically, is that it's it's fairly old, and it's actually fairly dumb, right? There's no there's no scripting, there's no language. That runs universally in email clients and gr- graphics that move very very constrained i mean you mentioned gif jif whichever um that's a really old format and it's the best we've got in terms of we'll we'll probably play almost anywhere wow mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a horrible set of handcuffs isn't it
1: right totally agree and uh, i remember when i was Case to work in a financial company also, like in the email department and e-commerce, we always think, okay, how it will be seen uh, in Outlook, let's say, we need to make sure that the first frame has all the information, like discount, uh, dates, and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and the the technical uh, convolution you can try to go to, to work around that, doesn't end up being worth a lot of the cost, honestly. So you end up with, let's make a GIF and live with it. Or GIF and live with it.
1: This is this is the thing that, um, like, I know there probably will be few people that on more development side listening to this podcast. And again, it's possible to create like very um, high quality email uh, from the code standpoint. But... When you work in a small team, like, like our team at Powter, we basically have like uh, two and a half people in marketing operations. Wow. Uh, we don't want, like, we don't, we don't have a possibility to invest that much time. Yeah. In yeah. Software.
0: Yeah. You can't yeah. make it that complicated because you still got stuff to, you know, get out the door on a regular basis. So. so that puts a lot of weight back on writing copywriting language, even for a visual communication company.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean it's, it's the reality of the medium and at the same time, I'm gonna guess, just from the fact that you've got a job, that email is a pretty critical piece of the relationship with the user base.
1: True. Yeah, that's that's totally true because also we we have about forty million users at out. Wow. wow. Of course, not all of them active, right? But sure. still a huge database. Yeah. Uh, We also have a lot of data about them and I'm not talking first, last name, right? Location, no. And how many patterns they created, what templates they use, or did they create from scratch, which means for me that they more uh, like, uh, you know, uh, higher, uh, like uh, they know how to use the tool better than other users or did they use a Um, capture? Did they like, uh, what feature they adopted? Yeah. So. Everything of these things it helps me actually to personalize and to segment. And to segment, um, okay. Audience.
0: Wow. Okay. So you have you have access to some of that data, which isn't always the case for email marketers.
1: Access. I mean, with the help of development team, yeah. with some yeah. um, you know <laughs> conversation and saying, okay, we can't leave it for quarter five. Yeah. <laughs> the year. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually, you know, I get this sort of deadline. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and it, it, again, it's it's on the B2C side and on uh, B2B as well. We just now been talking about like, okay, how we want to personalize our uh, our B2B emails based on the license. Either it's like a creator or it's on right. the editor. It's right. an admin, or regular user. And
0: right.
1: of course, I would like to have Everything in uh, in the ESP inside.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's an that's a nice set of assets to have. Though, like the fact that it's not just this one big blob of of anonymous people that you've actually got at least some insight. So most campaigns, there's some degree of segmentation, personalization as much as you can do with a small team.
1: Right. Yeah. So we, the basic uh, segmentation is like by unboarding data. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we know uh, probably like use case, department, seniority for mm-hmm. enterprise users, for uh, self sort for B2- B2C users. We know the also like the use case mm-hmm. uh, or like if it's uh, educational or mm-hmm. it's like marketing purposes, business, okay, okay. Uh, non-profit. Uh, so at least based on this, we already can at least like to uh, suggest relevant templates. That oh, the I see.
0: Cases. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because your temple library. It was big when you started. It's gotta be ungodly now. I have not yeah. logged in in quite a while, but that's a that's quite a tool set to have. Um, before we go back to AI, I did want to talk about e- eSPs, because I think you said you recently migrated your email service provider, yes?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean yeah.
0: uh, We don't we don't have to name names, but are you happy with the new uh, set of tools at your disposal?
1: Yes, I'm super happy uh, because, again, when when I was searching for ESP that Mm -hmm. will fit our needs, Mm -hmm. um, we, as I said, we need like a flexible tool for a small team that could be managed by a small team and being quite independent from other teams, I mean, don't get me wrong, I I I like people, right? I like other teams, we have a great, (laughs) great uh, team at Paltoon, but I need to be able, let's say, even to create a new uh, member attributes, to to create new fields, like on my own.
0: On your own, okay.
1: It was one of their, uh, like, criteria. Yeah. Of course, customer support, you know, UX, UI friendly.
0: yeah. Um. So you ended up in that funny intersection. I think we've talked about this—that funny intersection between the ESP and the CDP, and it's got to do whatever's whatever's going to work. It's got to do some of both for you, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I texted you actually preparing for this call that I might quote here, Chris Marriott. (laughs) Yes, our buddy Chris. Because he likes speaking about like ESP, CDP, and I mean, again, for small team, we don't have uh, uh, we don't have like manpower, you know, to maintain two platforms. Yes. So, quoting increase, like I think that ESP uh, developed so much that yeah. it, it's more than just uh, like delivery process. It's more than just like sand. Yeah. It's also like it's combining working actually this data and keeping data
0: and 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 not just not just data in the abstract data about that complicated thing called a person at at the other end of the channel right, oh, right so yeah. so here's a conversational segue for you i would predict that a lot of the difficulties we grapple with in Data and managing the complexity of data, and let's just narrow it down to something like keeping track of a customer and the attributes you need about them. That seems like a great job for AI because doing it manually, field by field, it's, it just never stops, and it gets more complicated. And you end up saying, "Oh my word, I'm an email department, and I need a full time database person." Do you think we'll do you think we'll get AI on that job eventually? Keeping track, I'm sure the we test. will, yeah,
1: but yet, like the first step of integration yeah. that will be like a manual work. Oh, yeah, that yeah, I think we this is something we can't really, um, you know, just give to AI tool
0: yeah. testing,
1: yeah. making sure that we get a proper data,
0: yeah, yeah. And I, I, um, I end up working with a lot of data sets uh in in my various jobs plural um and i'm actually i'm I'm an okay sql guy but i've increasingly started cheating and getting getting either claude or chat gpt to help me write really hard queries not not because i need the end output from them but sort of figuring out how to construct it it's helpful to say take a shot at this uh, ai and then learn from what I see in the output and figure out how to do it for my particular circumstance, situation, table set, whatever else. Um, it's AI as assistive intelligence, not as a replacement artificial intelligence. So I suspect your prediction about it'll be very man, it'll be a very manual process. Starting to move some of the Martech puzzle into the AI world. Yeah, completely agreed. Your table set doesn't look anything like anybody else's after about a month. You're on a brand new ESP. I'll bet you already have your own quirks in the model, right?
1: Yeah. And actually, I like your example about um, how you use AI to help you to write like the code part. Because I personally, like I'm not a techie person at all. But again, like in an ESP, what we use, it's a JSON code. Because... Uh, let's say I get an event uh, from the backend, like user register, and I have uh, several parameters, but I also want to, based on these parameters, to rank it somehow uh, mm-hmm. in, like, yep. in my system. Yeah. So I need to write the JSON code. And sometimes, like, you know, it doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, yeah. activity, i to understand <laughs> state. Or, okay, I have this data. Yeah. What else can I get from that data? You yes.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. So the... I mean, where, where where I see AI playing a maybe it's an expected role, but it's sort of helping with the interface between the analog and the digital, if you will. Because like, you know, debugging a bunch of JSON, eh, I do it too. It's hard. It's like, yeah, what do you mean I missed a quote? Ah, like just like sort it out for me, would you? And getting getting a silicon uh, helper to deal with something like that is is a relief because doing it yourself manually gets old after a while wow interesting so you you did you did give me a little clue about your your esp of choice when you talked about jason chris chris Marriott Mm -hmm. again we can quote talking about relational and uh non-structured data and how we're going to move in the more non-structured direction is does your esp itself cloud hosted and uh is it local is it global is it u.s like where where are the bits that that's that are uh Anna's uh, kingdom right now.
1: So with global solution mm-hmm. and what was important actually for us, it's to receive like a customer support and CSM from the t- from similar time zone. Oh, yeah. So it's it's uh, also in the North America, but yes. also in Europe. <laughs> OK,
0: OK. Nicely done, by the way. Nicely done. We're, we're dancing around talking and we're, we're dancing around name and names, which I've been guilty of, of doing at times, but Particularly since you just migrated, um you don't want your old ESP hacked off at you in any way shape or form where um where do you see where do you see Powtoon and your role in Powtoon going? I mean, visual communication not going away. Um I would think there's a fairly exciting future ahead for the company
1: wow that's that's a good question. And I would start from like AI solution. As I said, we're planning to release a few features. One of them, I mean, it's like AI solution, but for, I guess, different categories of the users. And, you know, we circle back on segmentation because we have some very, uh, like, advanced users that they don't need um, AI to to produce, to create a presentation for them, but they sometimes need an inspiration. So we have, like, a script wizard Mm -hmm. that help them to write a script um, for like, for, for each slide.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we will have a solution for like, for, how to say, for junior users, right? Just to add a prompt and receive a result. Um, yeah. And a few other things. <laughs> so, um, the way I see, like, so this is one part of, uh, Pal-Term, like AI integration. And the second part is, um, separating like. Uh, self-sert solution, B2C solution, and B2B, and making B2B, again, is like as a knowledge center. Because I guess each of us, like, experience the situation when uh, it's handoff, or you're joining the new team, and then you receive tons of links, like, in G-Drive, uh, in email, just uh, like, PDF docs, and it's, like, in the random places, and it's very difficult to navigate. mm mm-hmm. so, yeah, Powtoon will be like one-stop show for for these purposes and for trainings as well.
0: Do you think that? Do you think that someone, let's say, under thirty, is is has a more visual bias in their communication preferences than someone over thirty? Broad, broad question.
1: Well, I don't remember how it's under thirty.
0: <laughs> I just made that up
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean are we becoming guess, more visual yes uh the way i guess the the, the new generation they more connected to the like visual uh content even like myself again if we are just compare like the the written article with uh yeah. with a video content and also we like diversity we like the diversity of the content so for example um, like if we if we release like a nurture campaign mm. uh, it can be that each and every type of uh, material of the content is like written content no it should be video it should be uh, like uh, something like a PDF ebook uh, written blog post maybe some interactions like quizzes.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. So, I um, it's a very anthropological question, isn't it? Right. Think, yeah. Like, and, and at the same time, and this is where this is sort of square on the, the, the business that you're a part of visual communication is not easy. Right. Like, it, it, in some ways, it's easier from a time perspective to bang out an intelligible sentence or paragraph than to convey the same thing in well-constructed visual communication. Like the investment of time and effort to do the visual communication well is not trivial. And the people who have the training and knowledge set to do it well, almost everybody learns to write, almost nobody gets trained to communicate visually.
1: I mean, this is the uh, why Powtoon exists. Like we Was that a
0: setup or what? (laughs) Uh,
1: we help users to create, like, really yeah. easily create because, you know, yeah. you can write, like, the whole page uh, describing yeah. the situation, but you yeah. can show one slide.
0: Yes. Yes, it's true. Yeah. For example,
1: whenever I make a presentation, like, I'm speaking in a conference, I create presentation at Powtoon. And then, uh, like, I don't talk about Powtoon. I'm just saying, look at a screen. What yes. you see now, it's Powtoon. That's yes. it
0: yeah let it speak for itself right yeah yeah cool so yeah hey you get to what we say in software eat your own dog food use your own use your own tool set that's pretty powerful if if you could wave a magic wand and make email sort of a first class interactive environment so that you could use powtoon output and animation natively in email would you do it
1: yeah yeah definitely i mean (laughs) Great demonstration of the tool, first of all. And I think it's again it's easy and pretty like cheap to create.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it'd be it'd be remarkable to see what the what the difference is. Um this is a funny sideways way to to come at a different question, but is there a a messaging app um that that sort of predominant almost everybody uses in the street in Tel Aviv? WhatsApp, WeChat, et cetera. Anything in that class?
1: We use a lot of we- WhatsApp, yes.
0: A lot of WhatsApp. Okay. I would. I, I kind of would have guessed that, but um, not, having, not having been there yet, I, I'm not sure. Uh, as messaging platforms are evolving, and I'm thinking particularly of Apple announcing that they're going to jump on board with RCS, um, rich communication system. I think the potential for Messaging to, to, to start to uh, be of a uh, first class part of that marketing and community channel that someone like you manages primarily via email now is very real. and those, those platforms have different attributes, messaging quite a different thing than email. but I think we're, we're going to have to start grappling with it. Do you pay attention to that now in your job, or is the diversity of customers too much, and you've got to focus just on email?
1: So, a, actually, I don't have a lot of experience with mobile in general. Yes. Because, like, Paltin particularly, we, our application is desktop only. Yeah. It's difficult to work, like, even on a tablet. Yeah. So, we always encourage users to log in from the desktop whenever they try mobile version. And we use primarily email and, um, like, in on site communication, in app yeah. communication. Yeah. Um, but I, I love seeing these like multi channel solutions that can, you know, that connected to the social media, to uh, messengers, uh, SMS and email and, yeah. uh, you know, dynamic uh, landing pages. Yeah. Uh, I would love to learn more about that and see, see the next step, see how it's developing
0: i I suspect that one of the ironic things that's going to keep email um you know email's not going away we can have that conversation, but I suspect one of the things that's going to keep it central is the fact that it's it is it's still kind of a common solution across lots and lots of countries where messaging for example is already very fragmented uh whatsapp there no one almost no one uses whatsapp. In, in the U.S., for example, surprisingly. And no. if you're in China, it's WeChat, not WhatsApp. So we've got this, you know, there's a, the United Nations, right? There's, there's a whole bunch of different platform languages, but email, outside China. Email, eh, everyone's got that. And that's what I you do. It,
1: it will help to add another layer of personalization. For example, if um, I prefer to receive messages in WhatsApp, yeah. Uh, company that targets me, they will see. Okay, and they will communicate. I don't know on the weekly basis for WhatsApp, and then once a month, like product update or something through the email.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was Was that a consideration in picking your new ESP? What What their capabilities for messaging are?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because okay. we want to add like a push notification at some point, maybe SMS as well, and yeah. other channel.
0: Yeah, okay. Um is there a is there an active online community of Powtoon Powtoons user base?
1: Yes. Yeah, we have the community. We have like a premium community for users with the, that license uh, licensed and yes. have more uh, options. Uh and we have like a weekly not weekly, uh, monthly webinars. Yes. Where we announce new features and just to uh, like show how to work. Uh, we spout to yeah, we LinkedIn, Instagram, yeah. uh, TikTok.
0: Wow, that's a lot. To, that's a lot to keep track of for a relatively small team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we
1: have a social media team. It's not on the marketing ops plate. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, we are not we're not huge uh, marketing team, anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that that's still that's a that's a that's a lot to juggle. And I've got to bet you've got some incredibly passionate, picky, opinionated users, which which is the best kind.
1: We have users that actually build their business on Powtoon. Like, if, yeah. for example, we have uh, language teachers that create all their trainings at Powtoon. They teach wow. several languages. We have, I think, math teacher, like literally their YouTube channel, like, Every single video is Paltoon.
0: Is Paltoon. Wow. That's, yep. I mean, it makes sense to me, right? Just because I, I know how flexible and um and sort of constantly evolving the tool is and how hard it is to do similar caliber work in almost any other environment. I mean, I haven't touched animation tools from Adobe and whatnot in a while, but it was hard. <laughs> Paltoon made it easy. <laughs> so... You, you landed at a great place. Um, okay. What are we, what are we going to wrap on? What did we not cover from your awesome, uh, organized agenda? What did we not talk about that you were thinking we might talk about?
1: We talked about migration, about the classic media. Yep. Yes, About my last to, to anthropology. And
0: yes.
1: um, maybe we can touch a little bit about the, like the future. We, we, we slightly mentioned like, uh, ESP CDP. Yeah. But um in general, like I just wanna say one more time that the way how I see the future, like first of all, um email I, I would love to see more email marketers joining, you know, our Geek uh, community. And I think actually with help of AI, it will be easier because when I talk to people uh that just graduated, they think that, okay, oh, email marketing is only about writing, creating content, whatever, if I don't like it. So I think AI can influence also in that way to give more, um, like interest, you know, to, to help juniors to, uh, to join, uh, this, this career. And also like on, uh, ESP CDP side, I think the platforms will be more, uh, mm, more uh, focused on on marketers and it, it became more like easier to to operate yes. um rather than something like sophisticated that uh, requires uh, implementation you know uh, and like two weeks of dev team work right so and it will be more like um it, the main idea of uh e s p cdp c s p platform whatever you call it it's like to to be able to deliver and analyze like right now in the real time. Wow.
0: Wow. I like that idea. Yeah, because...
1: Blooming. Dreaming. <laughs> dreaming.
0: Right. Because you only have so much time to sort of make sense of what, what happened with last last week's campaign or or the the new customers. And then you've got to get on to the next one, which is kind of the reality, the cadence of of email marketing. And you, you touched on what you just said, but... Um, and I, I think we both have observed this in the in the world of of hardcore email folks that we get to be around. It's not a career someone plans for. They tend to fall into it sideways somehow. Um, and and then you go, wow, this is actually really interesting, diverse, challenging, all that other stuff. You have to wear a lot of hats to do the job you do. Right. Yeah,
1: I just I I was working in a travel startup when I was firstly like exposed to email and, yeah. uh, um, just CEO was like, oh, by the way, we need to send email. Like, can I? Can you handle this? And I'm like, of course, why not? <laughs> let me call it. How to the yeah. email. <laughs>
0: and and now here you are, years later, sending sending stuff globally to you know 40 million people. That's pretty darn cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I well, love that.
0: Well, Anna, it's been a guest. I knew we'd have fun. I so appreciate you making the time, calling in from the bomb shelter.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Like I, I love talking about uh, emails and my journey in marketing, you know, in Israel.
0: It's a fascinating one. And, you know, to, to focus as you do in the middle of, you know, quite, quite literally explosions around your ears. It's a pretty big deal. Um, if someone gets interested in Powtoon from our conversation, we send them to powtoon.com, correct? Right. And then if someone says, ooh, email marketing, what a what an interesting career. Maybe I should pursue that. Then we're going to send them to only influencers and email geeks, right? What else?
1: Yeah, true. They can always, people can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Anna yeah. Levitin. I'm very happy like to chat with everyone.
0: That's terrific. Well, my guest today has been Anna Levitin. From Paltoon. Thank you, Anna. We're out.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.